tonight on Bullstone, the United States Supreme Court to decide whether or not Love Actually is a Christmas movie. Bedspreads. If you've been putting them on toast, stop it. AMA reports seasonal depression at an all-time high. Whatever. Fine, Mom. Man consistently drags evergreens indoors, but are they truly driving away the darkness? We investigate. So this is Christmas, and what have you done? The Muffin Man. Convicted sex offender makes sure you do know him. 12 Days of Christmas expanded to 14. We really could use you to work on Sundays. How do dried fruits dance? We ask sugar plums. All this and more tonight on Bullstone! Bullstone. I'm Dave Stecco. I'm David Flora. And joining us today, tonight, tomorrow, and forever. Oh my God, what? Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, there was some fine print on that. <laughs> I guess the door locked from the outside. The extraordinarily talented Mark Coulomb and Mel Evans. Hello, thank hey. you for having me. Hi. Hi. I kind of want to introduce you as Mark Coulomb Evans and Mel Evans. Mm-hmm. Just to <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's I've taken her name. <laughs> I've kept your own as yeah. well. He's hyphenated. Ms. Mark Coulomb Evans, Esquire. Welcome to Bullstone. <laughs> yeah, the wonderful hosts of An Hour with Your Ex. How are you guys? How's it going? All right. Yeah, good. things are good. Yeah, yeah, thanks, yeah. Thanks, so much. yeah thanks for yeah. having us. Of course, of course. Uh, I had a lot of fun on uh, an hour with your ex talking uh, a lot of Dickens with you. There were, yeah. Well, talking Dickens. Talking Dickens <laughs> with, with Mark and Mel. <laughs> yeah. What we do Dickens is on Dickens. we invite people on. Uh, what's your favorite member? And uh, we, yeah, just talk the Dickens. So thanks, <laughs> yeah. thanks for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having us. Uh, we, uh, you guys are here to talk about uh, some very cool stuff, some uh, pagan traditions in the holiday seasons. Religious co-opting. Yeah. Is there yeah, any other kind? kind? That's right. <laughs> Ain't no co-opting like religious co-opting. Because religious co-opting don't, don't stop. stop. What? what? <laughs> <laughs> I can't do anything I want to do thanks to religion. Yeah, see? Right. Yeah. Ru- ruins everything. <laughs> well... <laughs> yeah, they they just steal. I'm trying to. I I want at the tip of my brain to say that there's more stuff that outside of just pagan rituals that religion has co-opted. Well, just about. I think just about anywhere you go, uh, and I don't. I don't. I don't really know much about other major religions, Islam, for example. But um, I know there was just a big tactic uh, for uh, the Catholic Church during uh, colonial times that you you go to a new area you sort of either um build a holiday on top of an existing holiday oh, and yeah. say that's what you're celebrating now or you kind of co-op things i i years and years ago lived in ecuador for a while and there's a huge cathedral in quito and you can see it's so old i mean it's, it's like five six hundred years old that you can see on the sides where they've etched in the the glyphs for the sun god um, and for their, they actually incorporated their deities early on and then slowly, you know, put them in the, in the sleeper hold. 
Wow. That's, I mean, not totally really. I did, I don't pretend to know a lot about. Uh, you should. No. <laughs> part of part of podcasting is assuming knowledge. Talking with a yeah authority, but I did take several college courses on uh, Islam, and I know that they have it doesn't particularly count. I think, but there are, there are Christian uh, and Judeo uh, saints, and like Jesus is considered a prophet in Islam. So does that count as as religious co opting? Not uh, not in the sense uh, that we're talking about. I but. would say more narrative co-opting. I mean, yeah, so, like yeah. they're acknowledging and borrowing and saying, yeah, this all. Well, if we're you, integrating if, this if, into there, if you take the like the blending of historical fact with religious fiction and how kind of everything gets folded in and and to make whatever anybody's trying, however people feel about religion, mm-hmm. uh, whatever that religion's trying to sell that person at that time. Uh, it makes it a little easier if you you fold in stuff people understand. So you feel like as uh, Christianity is kind of picking up steam, uh, they grab, you know, uh, supposedly I think one of the, the, the thing I was kind of reading about today is the, a lot of our Christmas traditions and Christian uh, ideas of Christmas come from uh, Northern Europe because that was mm-hmm. one of the last areas that Christianity kind of rolled through. Mm. Uh, so to kind of winter solstice a lot of that stuff ended up getting folded into uh, christianity just because it was like oh this is kind of the last stop yeah you're, you're most recently on the bus so at a time to to build on that the last stop uh uh at a time when the religion was still needing uh to solidify itself needing to fight against quote unquote fight against pagan uh, right. traditions all the and non-believers, the non-believers. Yeah. we will snuff them all out if we get the chance but yeah i think uh, uh this is this is one of those subjects that's uh always really cool to to talk about and yet still always you feel like you're on a knife's edge uh for some reason because you know we're not here to offend anybody no. with anything no. you don't want to you don't want to get anything wrong and don't want to get anything wrong right. sure because you don't want it but you also like we're approaching this less as like we're approaching these as myths and in the same way that uh look jesus is bigfoot bigfoot is jesus they have the same amount of proof for you new t-shirt that's that that's a new (laughs) t-shirt i mean there's it's 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 that the loping bigfoot shadow but he's got like a cross on his back like sigmata hide for your sins (laughs) Uh, i feel like if uh, in, uh, <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. and <laughs> segue. Uh, I Jesus and the Hendersons. Jesus and the Hendersons. <laughs> oh, I no, Jesus, the, go away. <laughs> keep thinking. Go of back. <laughs> go back to heaven, Jesus. You don't belong with us anymore. <laughs> that Harry and the Hendersons smile, where it's just all showing teeth, but, but it's Jesus. <laughs> oh, Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. You simple, simple man. At the end, there's like twelve Jesuses. You just couldn't see them. <laughs> oh my God! Turns out they were walking with us the whole time. Wow. Um, I most of my religious knowledge, because I was raised heathen, uh, comes from being an art student. Briefly, where most people get their religious education. Yeah, and I think it's kind of bonks that so much of this this pagan stuff that we borrowed started out as fertility i mean mm-hmm. a lot of uh, most pagan rituals have well, a, a source in like yeah harvest mm-hmm. bounty right bounty exactly Increasing whatever and and we're 
kind of borrowing all of this for this pure, not puritanical really until the 17th century or so, maybe. Well, I like, I like the explanation that Christmas starts out. It's just like, oh, we need to have a party at the darkest, farthest away point from when summer is. Yeah. Like that really was it just like, oh, let's, let's get everybody together, whatever things we've saved for the winter. If we pull it all together and have a a big party, and that'll help make this dark, dark winter, uh, especially in the kind of northern climates with the short, short days, uh, a little more tolerable, right? Yeah. And so then you add, then oh, like that becomes then, oh, a, a, a winter dinner, and then it becomes like, oh, it's Christmas, and then it's like, oh, it's Jesus's birthday, and now, oh, now it's then when we go to grandma's. Yeah. <laughs> right. That's um, that's how we end up there. Yeah, and it, it it's. It's an interesting, like, I mean, you, you can't argue the, the, the inclusion of things. And I, I think about like any idea, whether it be religious or, or any idea at all, uh, they kind of have this, this viral component to them like a virus. And, and you get, say, for example, the, the idea of Christianity moving into a new area and if it yeah, can take pieces, killing everything that's there, <laughs> destroy. Yes, as a virus, it's excellent. Uh, <laughs> if it if it can get a piece of of a pre-existing belief in that area, it's like having an antigenic coating, and it and it slips by the the immune system a little easier. It gets to penetrate into that area a little more smoothly if it has these little pieces on it that people recognize and say, "Oh, you're not. This isn't such a crazy form. What are you doing, Flora? <laughs> I like. I'm liking this metaphor." <laughs> Yeah, I'm liking this. You got, you got a solid analogy he's, going there. He's giving me yeah. the hubba hubba eyebrows. And I don't, I don't know what's happening. But it, it does when you, when you take an idea and you slap some familiar coatings on it, 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 it makes it easier for that to, to disseminate. Whereas people, I like those, the Mission Impossible films. It's also why I'm a Scientologist. See exactly. <laughs> Yeah, at first I was really interested in the knock list. Now I need to know what my thetans are up to. No good. Simple as that. Let me tell you that. <laughs> I think Ooh. it's kind of it, weird. Uh, like you said, it's, it's it, all of it. it on all its of it's really weird. weird but you've got we, a tree in your house. You got a bunch of boxes that are a secret. But yeah, <laughs> who, the, who the, eats the, that many nuts? And why do they need? Why can't you just buy them pre-cracked? Uh, right? Why do you need to? I love those not <laughs> And why peppermint <laughs> everywhere? Um, no, I, I think the, the tree goes back to the fertility and bounty thing, Sa- doesn't it? Saturnalia. Saturnalia, yeah. To, to have the evergreen indoors to what? Bring for in in the dark times. Give the cat something to f with, right? Uh, well, apparently, <laughs> Boy, a lot of the, the gifts, the, gif- the gifts uh, were in Victorian England. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the king and queen started giving their family gifts, and that kind of caught on. And All of this, I feel like we, we talked about it. If you listen to an hour with your ex, which you should, about, which you oh, should, I mean, you know. when we have guests blurry photos on, yeah. it feels like Queen Victoria really got Christmas up and running and this is what shaped a lot of what we still have today and that's mm-hmm. like even then and then the good people at Coca-Cola Coca-Cola it feels like such a America has such a British sense of Christmas like we haven't we're we're not putting well, sweets well, and shoes no, but, and okay. things like that like other where, it depends on where you are in the country though because like I grew up in California so then you end up with like uh, cocaine 
almost nonstop cocaine mm-hmm. from right after it starts uh, the day after Black Friday. So that's Saturday. Uh, you get some you really good sales from your dealer. Yeah. 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 Slippery Saturdays. So you start those and it goes all the way through the new year. Uh, and whoever makes it. Sweet cocaine. Mm. Cocaine. Uh, <laughs> well, it, back in Saturnalia, there, there was – Saturnalia started – uh, and I, I know this because at, at some point I, I watched a, a video that said loose change. Uh, it was that the not it, both well, the towers. They, it was a controlled demolition. It was. <laughs> it was uh, coming from a, a very. Uh, I don't want to say extremist Christian view, but it was like I said, it was a controlled demolition. A very <laughs> evangelical video about how you know you shouldn't celebrate celebrate Christmas because it's nothing but paganism. <gasps> Um, and in it, they were saying that one of the arguments against Christmas, actually, back at Saturnalia, they would start the celebration uh, on the 17th, and it would last for a week. Mm-hmm. And during this week, it was like anything goes. It was like the movie The Purge. Oh. Well, so, yeah, in the uh, pre, uh, gosh, what were they, the kind of the Dark Ages, uh, that's the same as more of a, an orgy, kind of like a celebration of life. Like, people kind of lost their mind. Bringing it back. Right. Saturnalia. Christmas. It's my new religion. My is new this the, the same holiday. thing that uh, Kirk Cameron's Saving Christmas is no, based Kirk, on? Yes, that's what Kirk Cameron celebrates. He starts f***ing on the 70s. <laughs> <laughs> and Cameron, don't stop. No. Yeah. Well, after the New Year's. Yeah, he no. does have, like, 20 kids, right? Because he... He, he's going mean, to give the gift of Camerons. No, but he's got <laughs> he's that. He's planning on doing. Oh, he's a new l- Cameron this year. He, well, the nice thing is, get I, the mega, megapixel. One more kid, he can do a step by step remake, and we're good to go. It's always waiting for it. Last of us, Patrick Duffy. Uh, also, with with this week of of celebration and and crazy revelry, where people were having sex in the streets, people were even killing each other. Uh, <laughs> but enough about SantaCon. But uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, in addition to this, they would also uh, spend. Every every last denarii they had, <laughs> like they they would. Uh, uh, so nothing's changed. By yeah, no, exactly. That's that's the thing. Like because you're you're bringing up the point of uh, Victorian England and and the gift giving and that and stuff. But uh, there are I, I think uh, clues or evidence that suggest it was going on during Saturnalia as well. People were buying stuff to give to each other as well because it was just a huge party. You Two know? questions based on that. Okay. Uh, if they're just doing whatever they want and having a huge party, why aren't they stealing? There probably what? was stealing. Okay. The the way they made it seem, it was just like riot town. Yeah. Italy. Second question. It was the purge. Uh, yeah. Do the poor shopkeeps have to keep working during during Saturnalia? I, I, they- I don't know. <laughs> well, so you say that I was I in uh, where were we? we were in New Zealand, and Australia around Christmas, mm-hmm. and they. Basically, everything was closed for the whole month. It was right, right, kind of a week before Christmas, all through the New Year. Everything was shut. All the shops, the banks, you know, I'm, I'm sure that wasn't everywhere. It was just kind of where we were. But everybody said, oh, yeah, well, we just kind of shut down because it's nice to be around your family. And I was like, oh, no, no, in America, we would, we're would we seeing if we can be open on, on Christmas. We've gotten, you know, right? Oh, yeah, no, yeah. we'll... Yeah, if, if Someone a store, to go if to a a, store can Sears send Roebuck. a rep to your living room on Christmas Eve, they will do that. Have I talked to you about water softening? You might have hard water. <laughs> <laughs> but you know, that's the that's a, that's an interesting component to it, though, because you have um, the the religious, uh, emotional, spiritual component that drives these behaviors. But there's this very real economic component that 
that can't you can't deny the utility of that for a, a larger town or society anything above five people sitting around a well like when you have that much money and and property moving around it makes it it helps grow that 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 community so it's kind of constructed to give a boost during the last quarter well, but they look even we now look at how we celebrate now black friday might as well be a holiday we're celebrating that businesses going into the black yeah. they're making they're they're finally making money for the year and there's sales and like you say it's this economic engine mm-hmm. and that's really what we're celebrating is like f- spending $500 to fly and see family uh, gifts for cousins and giant meals and all these things and you just realize the money that we just pour out like what if what if we all just what if we all went on christmas strike for a year like would that just cripple our economy no because I, I think I think, oh, I think that, it would. I think it would be a big I problem. Don't, I don't think so because I think that uh, that these days uh, are above and beyond what's normal for companies. So the profits they make and stuff are in surplus of what they would already get. So as long as I mean, as long as business resumed as normal the next day or whatever, as normal, not with everybody you know clawing each other and trampling each other to to get these stupid deals. Uh, then I think it, they would be fine. They just wouldn't, you know, be giving out golden parachutes to their executives every day. I think that I, I, mean, I don't know. I mean, obviously every business runs differently, but I think there are, are a number of businesses. Um, I mean, obviously ones that are holiday related or something like that, but there are a lot of businesses that don't turn a profit every day that, that hover just below that profitability line and need that big Christmas expenditure to kind of push them up over. So are there enough of those that would cripple the economy? Oh, if- it's like, I know like when I you know, moved, used to work in bars and restaurants, like the money I'd make around Christmas in December would get you through the lean months in January and February. Yeah, sure. those are the worst months. You know, but you wonder like, is that just because that's the arc? Like everybody spends so much in December. So like if, if so now we talk about Christmas, all this iconography now, like how much of it is from Coca-Cola mm-hmm. and uh, cartoon mm. specials and movies so even if they're like something, a wonderful life, it's beautiful, it's moving, it's emotional, it's still a commercial product. It was still a movie that was made to sell tickets. Right. So all these, all our, how many of our things now are all just, instead of like being religious based, like they're all capitalism based. Mm. Well, that's like, what's we talked the- about the Hallmark Channel. Yeah. Christmas movies are just to sell ornaments, but even specifically, they have you know your North Pole tie-in microphones to talk to Santa's elves, and and yeah, it's all tie-in products. It's all Charlie Brown Christmas special for all its talk about consumerism and all that. Had a Coca-Cola sponsorship, well, and they and they also they sell you MetLife. Yeah, <laughs> well now they sell you MetLife, but the actual Charlie Brown Christmas right. had the the Coca-Cola Big blanket. Yeah, <laughs> big blanket. Always looking to make an extra buck. I'll tell you, the spindly tree guild. Uh, big mini piano. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I can put it on a business card, but I'm telling you, it doesn't make any sense. So. I'll do it. I'm going to charge you what I charge everybody else, but it doesn't. It's just, all right. <laughs> Spalding's line of never kick footballs. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, uh, so are we just, you know, if we stay on this progression where we've been on since since the early uh, 20th century of, of bigger commercial interest in Christmas, I mean, even now, like we're basically, if you think about how many 
people do you just give a, a gift card to? Are we just going to, like, in 50 years, will your children just be like, here is your money exchange mm. on the 25th here, of December? Here are your galactic credits. Yeah, we exchange <laughs> bitcoins oh. and, sh- and touch foreheads. <laughs> that's, uh, I mean, that's, it's a, a good question because I was, I was talking with my girlfriend, like, man, uh, I, I need to get my, um, family something you know for for christmas i need to get gifts for them but they didn't earn it this year, i have though. no idea because it seems like a lot of times I'll, I'll try and think of something i'll be like oh yeah but i don't really know what they they need right now mm-hmm. or you know what they could use i'm not sure if they they even like me <laughs> <laughs> and uh and then when i do get them something I'm like, oh yeah maybe maybe some uh slippers you know or or maybe uh slippers are always a great gift yeah or, or like maybe a new sweater or a home home depot mini building for the Dickens Christmas Village. I, I, learned, my gonna, I learned my lesson. <laughs> I'm going to get three burrito bowls from Chipotle. <laughs> I'm going to wait about 48 hours. And I'm in a big box, and I'm going to send my mom a real present, Flora. You know what I'm <laughs> All right. Merry <laughs> Christmas. But like uh, that's that's a thing. So we end up getting a, a gift card or something because we're like, well, at least you can spend it how you want it, or you know, you, right. you get something. But it's like we've removed but, all the ceremony and kind mm-hmm. of like the, right. the symbolism of, of everything. The you know not that we have to go gift of the magi. You know I I I cut off all my toes to get you these socks, uh, D- Dave. Uh, <laughs> but uh, that doesn't make any sense. Uh, <laughs> but uh, you know like we've just now you pare it down and you get so flustered and so beyond. Like on our way here, I, I stopped to actually buy some gifts for people that I was going to just give gift cards to. Cause I was like, I don't want to just exchange commerce. Like, you know, right. Yeah. But still I'm just, you know, giving them trinkets that don't really, I don't know guys. I feel like I want to do my commercial now for the Amazon wish list, which saved my butt this Christmas. And I didn't think my mom was tech savvy enough to uh, click on add to wish list instead of add to cart. But she managed just fine, and now I have the power of gift giving and don't have to give my mom gift cards. Oh, we, that's smart. My family, we're very insistent on Christmas lists. like, And it's it's no guarantees. There's no guarantees. Sure. It's not like a, you're just like, oh, these are. It's it, you're just registering for the holiday. Well, that's like <laughs> one of my <laughs> – I mean, it's awful and terrible, but one of my fondest memories as a child – is back when you would get the enormous Sears wish book in oh, the mail. Yeah. Mm-hmm. My parents would have my sister and I sit down and circle and write our initial to whatever we wanted. And it was just like, go through and whatever you want, that's like, you know, your Christmas list that yep. you would send to Santa, but it's easier for a small child my to just mom, circle. My mom, would, we'd get it in the mail and she'd throw it at me and go, look at what all those other kids are getting. And then she'd I mean, put a cigarette out on you. <laughs> Nah, she didn't smoke. She's oh. going li- to be able to live and terrorize me for a very, very long time. <laughs> and then she dumped the rest of her cocaine on you. Oh. No, mom. Mom never shared a coke. <laughs> Flora, if you Not knew anything about, about her. <laughs> I don't know if you uh, remember Michelle Pfeiffer and Scarface. Like that, but a little meaner. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't, I don't do my family any favors, though, because they'll be like, well, what do you want for Christmas? And I'll be like, nothing. Just the gift of silence. Yeah, I say your love all for everything. (laughs) My husband asks me what I want. I say your love. My sister asks me what I want. I say your love. I think that's all that's under the tree for me this year is love and and nutcrackers. (laughs) I don't think I got a nutcracker this year. 
I don't think you've gotten a nutcracker this year. <laughs> and confirmed. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Just, uh, and now Mel's going to cry on the podcast. <laughs> you know, in advance, I've spoken with the idea of Santa Claus. <laughs> I, bought, I bought a Hallmark two-way Santa Claus radio. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. I thought you said, I, I thought I heard she's not getting anything over. <laughs> Bup kiss over. <laughs> Come on back. <laughs> well, hey, big red going over. <laughs> Cool. Now I know what to buy myself with all those gift cards. <laughs> Looks like old Mel Evans running double zeros on that. She's hauling a, she's hauling an empty flatbed this year. Come on back. Uh, <laughs> at least I got love. Yeah. Come again. Come again. <laughs> right? Yeah, I know. Did I get love? You did. You you did. You just you just guys you guys just got married. You yeah, guys. Yeah. Well, we had a wedding registry for that. Well, if we're so talking that about, is like making a list. We, oh. Since we are talking about MV, empty symbols, let's wait. Oh uh, come uh, on. Wait, I do have a since yeah. uh, this is tangential to gifting and stuff. So sure. Did everyone re- we invite to our wedding give us presents? No. no. Lame. Uh, <laughs> okay, so if you register now, did you guys have a discussion? Because I, I, were I to be getting married, I would think to like register at at like REI. I would like to get Great. things from REI. Is, yeah. is that a discussion? Are you just like sure? You is that allowable or is it like no? It's just William Sonoma and then no, shut up. No, we just registered on Amazon, honestly, because we had uh, Amazon lived together. Adam and Eve. Yes. Uh-huh. Um, uh, stamps.com <laughs> any anywhere that advertised on a podcast that's yeah. where we registered and we live in an apartment so we didn't need a lot of well like, no we need plenty of things we don't we have need room plenty of things but you know we don't we don't want like crystal and yeah, right. and stuff like that so we just went with amazon and and picked out nobody ever got us those glasses yeah uh, yeah, so I'm, uh, we went on the, a website I really like, thewirecutter.com. Mm-hmm. It's a website for recommendations. It's all the best stuff. So we just picked stuff off that that we liked that they had already vetted. So we grabbed somebody else's list and created our own list. I've never then, heard of the wire cutter. Oh, it's great. It's great. Yeah. It's like what is uh, it? It, it's tech. It's all there's a sweet home as well that we it's looked like a at. Consumer. It's the guy that he used to be the editor at Engadget, and he just hated all the editorial policy there. Oh, so. They, they just, just have the best in any category. So like the best phone, the best. But they'll go through and they'll like buy 15 of oh. them and test them out. Like when. Uh, so they're I, slightly used. Is that. No, the no. They're just telling you we tested it and this is the best like oh, a yeah. pillow that we found if you sleep on your side. But if you're a back sleeper, this is the best pillow. And if you want the cheaper version, this is the best one. Best kitchen hmm. knife. And if best you blender. want, you know, a it's down a alternative pillow. Hello, this is the best one that we tested. Hmm. Who's got time to make all these decisions? Right. So we went to this yeah. website. See, yeah. and here we go. Now you have guys making a living telling people what to get as gifts for Christmas. Exactly. And the, well, a majority of websites, if you look, do gift guides, and that's how they generate a ton of revenue is yeah. by embedding links in their gift guides i uh wrote a gift guide i get no kickbacks for that i write for bro jackson is it the bros guide bros guide to, to gift giving yeah you didn't bury links and you didn't get any kickbacks i did bury links unbelievable um to everything 
every gift that I recommended had a link well, to luckily, it. Well, luckily, Blurry Photos is paying us to yeah. be on their podcast. <laughs> Extraordinarily. So yeah. as we increase our media In profile. Love. We're, yeah. We're giving Symbolically. Out. I asked Mel. Uh, that's what I she asked, said. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> all, uh, all I asked for was mic. love. We're going now. This is We're over. Going. No. We're going. They said, uh, what's your number? I said, love. <laughs> They were like, no, for like an hour, hour and a half long podcast. I was like, just love. No. Just yep. love. I kept asking because it's, it's, it's so hard for us to drudge up that much to give. So <laughs> I kept asking. I did. It's fair. I don't, I don't consider myself cynical, but somebody had written, I was like, you know, like people put little signs up in their windows on the L and someone had a sign up on their window that said, all you need is love. And the first thing that popped into my head was, said the person who's never had met someone who only had love. And if you've ever met someone who only has love, you know that that's not true. Mm. <laughs> or not. Wow. Everybody, everybody's wow. thinking yeah. about it. Jesus. Just I'm like, trying to think of someone who only has love. Well, I found, you know, usually uh, people without a job or a home very rarely are loved. No one yeah, has time for people thing. like that. That's true. Like you, if you have nothing else, you probably don't have a lot of love either. I don't know, man. Like, oh, yeah. All we had was love at that time. Couple of couple of hobos over a trash can fire. Well, you know, I look back in our life in our early twenties when all we had was love, but now that we're in our fifties and we have our <laughs> private jet, I prefer the private jet. <laughs> I people really romanticize yeah. that time where they had nothing. Yeah. I don't know. Well, it's only when they're in a position when they have something. Then, like, do you, the, yeah. Do you do you think that they had more than they think they had though? Because yeah. I think about, I mean, like. Oh, I really enjoyed high school and college, and but I didn't have anything. I didn't have a job. I didn't have. But it's like, well, yeah, but everything was being provided. Yeah, you were taken care of. Yeah, like okay, what? Like, let's look at the Cratchit family. All they have is love, pretty much, and that tiny little cripple pigeon yeah. that uh, Mickey Mouse has to cut up on right. on Christmas Swab. Day. They call it Squab. Squab. Yep. Oh, it's a pigeon. It's a pigeon. No. Uh, <laughs> Squab. It's a pigeon. Taking a photo of Mel in a wheelchair. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny Mel. <laughs> God bless us each and every one. God bless us everyone. Mark's <laughs> taking a picture of his future is what he's doing. Yeah. But, well, but she's going to be a lot more curmudgeonly and a lot less tiny. Put you back into it, Mark. Push what? me closer over the fruit preserves. <laughs> one of the uh, one of the extra chairs around the house is a wheelchair. That's, that's what Mel is saying. Yeah, don't right don't ask why. Don't. Yeah, it's not our wheelchair. It's a weird wheelchair too. It yeah, doesn't, doesn't have, have the the big. Yeah, you can't like you, you have to be pushed in it. It doesn't it doesn't offer you like the big wheel sides that you could self motivate. Anyway, Do you want me to put the. Put no. rest down for you there, Mel. No. You could really kick it up I'll and start panicking. It'll be like when Scrooge is trapped in the coffin. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want to no. leave. I gotta run. Let me. <laughs> oh, I can't be trapped. Please. Oh God. So, so we've talked about um, a, a little bit of origins of some some pagan beliefs, mostly Christmas, um, and they we're so yeah, we're so Eurocentric. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Um, well, one of, one of the uh, one of the other things about Saturnalia was on the day after it was over, that which uh, you know people have his, historians have um, said was December twenty fifth. They would celebrate the uh, birth of the I think they called it the Eternal Sun. 
um, the the god and the god associated therewith, which was Mithra, apparently. And this is where you get this the giant moth. Mi- <laughs> <laughs> this uh, the myth of Mithra, uh, which a lot of people have uh, likened unto Jesus himself because it's sort of a a messianic figure in a way. I mean, this is something that Dave and I have debated doing an episode uh, about the this myth of. Uh, the god Mithra, or the mm-hmm. figure of of Mithra, M- Mythos, myth, myth, Mithros, Myth, Mithros, yeah, Mithro, Harry um, Potter, yes, <laughs> because there are a lot of uh, things about Mithra that coincide a lot with uh, Jesus the Christ, and that that's one of the things people say. Uh, December twenty fifth, uh, birth of of Jesus. Well, that is one of the uh, uh, things that people, th- a lot of historians, think. Uh, derived from this mythos and, and Saturnalia in particular. And also uh, being the sun god or, or being born of the sun, people have, I think, twisted it to the son of God uh, too. I think that that's just, you know, another and also, argument. Uh, the day after in uh, Christmas and in some places is Boxing Day. Yeah, right? I, don't, you, I don't understand why that. Why is it called Boxing Day? I've always wondered that. Oh, you give your uh, leftover presents. You were supposed to give your box up any leftover gifts or things you didn't want and give it to your help. And mm-hmm. you give the help the day off. So after they got through doing all the holidays, they'd have a day for themselves. Wow. Oh. Uh, but when we came to America, we lost that because in America, everyone's the help. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Can't, have, can't yeah. have the whole country take a day off. Yeah. Get to work, you slobs. Uh, I don't know if that's accurate. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. No, uh, along the uh, Mothra thing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Tell us about Rodan. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was just going to say that I, I've read that I'm not sure if it's uh, in, in the Bible, kind of uh, biblical scholars, the or if, it, if it's more of uh, people who are talking about the actual Jesus, the the priest guy. Um, but his birthday, Jesus the priest guy, Jesus the priest guy, the Je- real Jesus. Hey, I'm Jesus the priest guy. Jesus <laughs> of Nazareth. It's Father Guido Sarducci. <laughs> right, Father uh, Jesus the priest guy. <laughs> you guys want to see me walk on water? I'll do it. Okay. Um, but supposedly, I heard sometimes Jesus lets you add in his Trans Am after service. <laughs> <laughs> it's a T top. It's it's bad ace. <laughs> Uh, but There's no. There's plenty of things we can do. You still be virginal. You know? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Jesus, just saying. Jesus just will saying. show you around. Yeah, you I'm a priest it, guy. Just saying. Let's go to the shore. It's like, it's uh, guidelines, really. I mean, you know. I mean, heaven help us if we get your team pregnant. Right? <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to get team pregnant. I don't want to get you, Jesus. Um, <laughs> no, that his birthday is actually in March, uh, closer to where Easter would be. And they, I'll ask you this. How many how many prostitutes' names do you know? One, Mary Magdalene. That's what Jesus can do for you. I'll make you famous, girl. I'll make you famous. I know a lot of prostitutes' names. Crystal. <laughs> it's always <Dakota>. Crystal. <laughs> Cheyenne. Cheyenne's a good one. Jade. Uh, Skylar. <laughs> but, uh, Sugar. Uh, what was Julia Roberts' name in Pretty Woman? Her name wasn't Mary. I can't remember. It was whatever Richard Gere wanted it to be, yeah. wasn't it? Yeah. yeah. 
But she had a real name. Oh. No. Hookies ain't got real anything. <laughs> uh, no, his birthday was in March, and mm-hmm. they actually did shift it back to December so that they could map it on these pagan holidays. Yeah. Just what I heard. Just what sure. I heard. Makes Just sense. what I heard. And, and that's, uh, man, I, I've also heard that there's actual biblical scholars that have done a lot of the math uh, saying Bible. the earth is 6,000 years old. <laughs> well, right after they did that math, they were saying that that there were m- maybe one of two birth dates that differ from the March one. It could be a fall birth date for Jesus, and it could be a late December birth date. And they do they come by this through some of the Old Testament writings of when uh, Elizabeth was pregnant with the mm-hmm, mm-hmm. with John. Right, the John the Baptist is that the yeah. one? Yeah, and it was in the sixth months of her the sixth month of her pregnancy that the angel came to her, or or some 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 stuff happened. <laughs> Something happened. Well, see, that's what I was when you get into like biblical scholars and like, well, you know, based on that, I was like, oh, so based on the 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 half told oral history, like exactly, which, which parts are we using to match up with the science of actual historical? Carbon dated fact. Yeah, you and just plus, they just put a flag in the ground somewhere and said, "Well, based on this." And plus, I also figured like uh, the the, well, the impregnation by the Holy Ghost was kind of so, like a sped up pregnancy, like when but no, but Tim Allen is but, Santa and he gains all that weight actual, really fast. There's a mm-hmm. real sciencey way they could they could conceivably figure this out if you go by the just like if we pick anything to be true about the story of Jesus, the 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 star right, the star of Bethlehem. They could trace back star charts. Sure. They literally now, be, with computer processing, if we know what today's date is, we know That's what stars would be in the sky at that time. And so, supernovas and comets. Mm-hmm. And, right. Yeah. So you could, well, you, assuming that they were recorded, which this one you know, pretty thoroughly was in this Bible. But we, so we're guessing, though, right, that if zero, if all the dates match up, and then right. like, well, 33 was zero, whatever. Did you? So I don't know. That so that to me seems like one way you could. But even uh, within a year, that would be hard to to exactly. pinpoint. But but the point I think I think it's what Mel was saying. Tell me if I'm just tell her she's wrong. Room. It's fine. No no no. Is that Come is on, that man. it's a it's kind of a it's it's an entirely moot point because it was put it was put on de- December 25th on purpose. Yeah, it's all yeah. out of Oracle anyways. Yeah. yeah. They they were like, well, we we really we need to pave over a lot of weird late night shenanigans and bomb fires what up is, in the north. Look, so, what let's you, let's drop Jesus on it. You guys uh, you guys read comic books at all? A little bit. Never. What do you, what is what do you do when you the new guy takes over? He smooths through any continuity errors. Retcon. Exactly. So, you add you go like, "Ah, let's take Jesus. We'll make him uh we'll move Christmas there." Uh, and now uh, Catwoman was there when Batman's parents got shot. Bada bing, bada boom. Gotham runs for seven seasons. No one's happy. Yep. <laughs> That's a retroactive continuity yeah. for, for those of you who are not familiar with the concept. I'm and an- good for you. You probably have a job. <laughs> yeah. You probably have a mortgage. Probably listening to this on a very expensive device. <laughs> yeah, really nice headphones. Uh, Arthur C. Clarke wrote... 2001 the story yes. is okay good the I, sentinel one, yes uh he has a great short story that oh, yeah. is uh basically the telling of a priest who's going out to investigate the star system that went supernova to uh 
become the star of Bethlehem and seeing the remnants, not remnants, but realizing that there was a signal sent out from civilizations, like a distress signal Well, that was destroyed when that star went. How about this? Yeah. That, and- star, that star goes supernova. That's how we get Superman. It was Krypton. <gasps> Superman what? is Jesus. Holy heck. His, his name was actually G. Sauce. And then Nick Cage plays him. Whoa. That's why he has a J on his chest. That's right. Because in his it's world, a, it's his a world. symbol. Yeah. For Messiah. Yeah. <laughs> it's a symbol for offerings. Also, uh, <laughs> it's very gray hope. Yeah. And Pontius Pilate as Doomsday. <laughs> That's right. Um, oh, boy. The, one one other thing that uh, was real interesting about that, too, is in the Bible, they say the shepherds were keeping watch by night of, of their flocks. Wolves. It's uh, not a good idea to do that in December because it gets real cold. So people have also been like, well, that doesn't make sense for a December birth for our Savior. Isn't there something, too, with the fact that they were traveling to Bethlehem for the census and that right. yeah. wouldn't yeah. have been... Also, usually if you're yep. going to make a human, a sperm and an egg have to fertilize each other, and then that takes nine months, and then it, it, it so, like, a guy in the sky can't just wave his hand. Well, listen, if someone were to get pregnant, uh-huh. you know, thousands of years ago- and Teen it, pregnant. Teen pregnant. Okay. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And it wasn't with her husband. Oh, okay. Oh. Yeah. I mean- it was the Messiah. Yeah. I, I mean, swear to obviously, God, Phil. Obviously, obviously, it was God. No, and Phil. You're about Tina. To- Phil, it was the Holy Ghost. He came to me at night. Tina. Literally. Tina. <laughs> Phil, I swear. I swear. Well, I guess the Holy Ghost forgot to put the washing into the dryer as well. No, Phil. I was really overwhelmed. I was in a catatonic state. You must be overwhelmed state. with your child. Yeah, okay, your magic okay. god baby. Look, come on, Phil. <laughs> Jesus Phil. Christ. Phil. That's oh. a good name. I'm going <laughs> to put it on the list. <laughs> so now I have Phil and Cheyenne if it's a girl. Crystal. <laughs> 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 oh, man. Well, what are some, uh, do, you, do you guys know other holidays that have been co-opted in such a way? We're focused on Christmas because it mm. tis, tis the season, motherfuckers. Oh, my God, Easter but... is full of people. Yeah. 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 We did a whole episode on that. Yeah. 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 Halloween, obviously. Yeah, like, yes. yeah. Gone back All and forth what night. it is and what it isn't. Uh, Independence Day. Well, that's just Bastille Day if you're French. That's right. Yeah, and that's just Punch an Alien Day if you're American. I feel like Valentine's Day, too, is a lot of... Bullshit. Uh, yeah. It Just is a, an, another um. <laughs> no, no. Uh, for listeners. Bump denied. <laughs> bump denied. Here, my wife wouldn't bump that one. No, wait, wait a minute. This is a perfect opportunity for me to talk to you about an early investment opportunity <laughs> that will pay off for the rest of your life. Slenderman. <laughs> well, I, I am, I am offering you the opportunity to get it on the ground floor of an entirely new holiday. Said if we just hear, sit through the podcast, we get <laughs> yep. free tickets to Great America. <laughs> podcast isn't over yet. <laughs> Here's the deal. I propose a new holiday uh-huh. that um, is sometimes referred to as Saturnalia. I just call it for the sake of ease, Christmas. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to. How about Saturn Alien? No, 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 no. This is the deal. It's okay. like Great. it is like similar. Uh, it is similar to Valentine's Day, but mm. 
without all the idiocy and the reservations and the expensive flowers and the foolishness. It is, it's the longest night of the year. It should be a night of mind blowing sex. It should be a night where, where loving people decide to have the best sex they can for as long as they can on the longest night of the year. You don't have to like invest a ton of money. You just have to invest a ton of attention in each other for one night. That's my idea. Can I? Yes. Yes. The chair recognizes the gentleman in the, the microphone. Alternate. What if we ordered Thai food and watched an episode of uh, Once Upon a Time on Netflix? That's pretty great. Sex afterwards and you got yourself oh, a deal. Let's just, maybe we'll watch a second episode. Gosh, I'm, just, <laughs> I'm so tired. I just, sweetie, I just, it's been such it's a It's a night of work. no excuses. Yeah. Oh, it's just it's just a he sex hasn't holiday. Touched me since I've been knocked up by the Holy Spirit. <laughs> I feel like he blames me. <laughs> Ooh, you can get more than the Holy Spirit knocking you up. <laughs> oh, no, uh, I think that's great, and that's probably what a lot of people. I hope so. Well, I'll, it's it's. I've been, talking, I've been talking about it for over a year. For yeah, real. It's, I've been, it's starting been to really, catch on. You feel like no, no. I feel like it is. <laughs> well, we don't have the t-shirts of, yet. Yeah. yeah, that's true. Uh, but this is we're, we're, started. It's that's just about to happen. So uh, I will already be home for Christmas. I'm out. Unfortunately, it's not an option. Oh. Uh, but for everyone who has the opportunity, I, I really encourage everyone to just spend the whole night having great sex. That's not such a terrible idea. It's what on days? December twenty first. It's a Sunday. Sex. Yeah. It's actually a week from when we were recording this. <gasps> oh. So you, oh my you've God. got One that time. One week left till Christmas. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, and, and, and Dave came up with this because of Yule, the longest night of the year. Right. Yeah. Oh. And, and you should do something special for the longest night of the year. So, so I'm, I'm, I'm creating, I'm, I'm creating, I'm already co-opting existing traditions and I'm trying to, to turn them into a new uh, holiday. That everybody I would call can it a, get on board with. Yeah, I don't. I wouldn't call it a religious holiday, but you know, if you like to dress up, go for it. What do you think we'll have to do to Martin Luther's King uh, King's Day to get Arizona to recognize it? Would we have to turn it into like Gun Owners Day? I think. Or I think the better question is, what will we have to do to Arizona? I mean, <laughs> yeah. I think that's <laughs> wall it up. They, Seal it up. They don't. They don't. Goodbye. They don't do. They don't do Martin Luther King. They don't do daylight saving. <gasps> yeah. They they just said no thanks. Arizona is the place where the governor came at President Obama finger wagging instead of like. Well, I mean, it is home of John McCain. I just imagine on the, and the the crazy sheriff that mm. with everybody with. Oh the, yeah, the that pink, guy. The pink yeah. uniforms. Pink, yeah. Yeah. See, it's a it's a wild, crazy place that Arizona. Sounds not fun. Do we have too many presidents' days? Can we just collapse it all? I mean, we sort of have, but we still we have, have two. We have two presidents' well, days. Well, we have Presidents' Day, and then we have Washington's birthday and Lincoln's birthday. Those are two different things. I thought Presidents' Day was just all of them. I mean, I, I where I work, it makes no difference. Yeah, we don't get anything. Yeah, you know, the machine, the machine is constantly churning; it never stops. <laughs> Consumerism. That's right. Mm. I was gonna, I was gonna mention something about Valentine's Day. That was also a, a, a Roman um, mm-hmm. celebration too. It was Luper, Kate, Lupercalia, Lubricalia. Oh, well, you can you can have that now. But <laughs> Valentine's Day well, is 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 a lumbering, shambling hulk of misery. Well, it's because no one can explain. No one we at this point, nobody can really explain what what the deal is and like what everyone's accountable for anymore. It's just turned to this amorphous yeah. like. 
I, I here's a card. Here's something pink with a thing. I don't. I don't find. I just went to Target. Are we yeah. good? Are it's, we good? It's literally good? A, a holiday that only brings regret. Like there is no one. No one ever wakes up on February fifteenth and goes, ah, oh, nailed it, crushed it. Yeah, no. Except Oxford Pistorius. Am I right? Whoa. Whoa. I wanted to say that. They, I guess you're in a wheelchair. You can say it. <laughs> I wanted to say that they, when they were trying to capitalize on the success of Love Actually, uh-huh. uh, a Christmas movie, they made Valentine's Day uh, an American movie in a similar vein, and they also made New Year's Eve, where they had those 10 congruent storylines that all came together. I remember uh, the New Year's Eve one. Yeah, Valentine's Day had uh, Taylor Swift and Taylor Lautner when they were dating in it. That's all I remember. I won't watch it. These are oh, actual no. movies. Valentine's oh. Day had uh, Rob, I remember Valentine's Day because Rob Belushi's in it. Maybe you, uh, maybe you will watch it because wait, I met him. He was kicking around here for a while, mm-hmm, wasn't he? Mm-hmm. He's a real great guy. He's very. He was very nice to me. Uh, he. Uh, uh, <laughs> did you just do the cocaine nose finger thing? No. <laughs> It's not Christmas yet. <laughs> and we're not in California. Yeah, that's yeah. true. What are you thinking? It's your facts straight. Um, will you guys maybe uh, potentially think about doing um, that that for an hour with your ex? No, we, we have a February Actually. lineup all planned out. How yeah. good are you guys? We don't have that. Well, we, we have it hypothetically planned out just okay. because Mark asked if we could do a January lineup that was thematic and I said yeah and then this will be our February lineup nice you guys are partners we're trying we try mm-hmm. our best we do what we can yeah <laughs> we we just try to sneak in recording when we can nope yeah. that's it look that <laughs> should be the goal of a podcast we're like the, the thing- A-team <laughs> we're just living the underground we surface record and then disappear again yeah the thing that will make it easier for you guys to record is uh, if you actually cohabitate and then join in a domestic partnership uh, I keep trying legally <laughs> yeah I keep trying and, and Flora's girlfriend gets real mad I bet every time I bring it up I bet really mad <laughs> Well, I mean, I'm so just does saying. Ezzy. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm like, come on, it's a win for you, brother husbands. <laughs> nope, nope, not having it. Bubby, hubby. <laughs> Aww, cute. Aww. Well, I think there is uh, something to be said, though, in in the whole consumerism of of everything. It just seems like, I mean, could you say consumerism is the new religion that's co opting the the religion that that is um, supposed to be in place right now. Oh my God. I don't know. I, I don't know if I could say which is co if one is dominant, but they certainly are like best friends holding hands, running down the aisle. <laughs> it's and, like, I, it's like asking me which kneecap I want to be kicked in. Like <laughs> I still am sure. not going to be able to walk and you're still limiting what I can do with my life. Yeah. You can call it capitalism. You can call it religion. It's still a system of control. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right, brothers? Huh? I'm a sister. Um, <laughs> no, I definitely, because there's so much, like you said, they're just kissing cousins and by the the church or, or well, mosque the- or whatever is collecting so much money and it's funding so much. Now, particularly, it seems like it's investing in its own interests in oh, so many other realms that it's hard to it's always been like that. escape one it. or the other. What? But what about, uh, and granted, this is by no means balancing the equation, but there is 
a big spike in charitable contributions at this time of year also. Mm-hmm. People do a lot of charity giving. Only because- 25% of most charity actually goes to the people who need the charity. That's Most right. goes to overhead, okay? That's so right, sure. I can yeah, find a problem right. with everything, brother. <laughs> That's and right. That, I mean, you read so much about these charitable, like you're not supposed to give to the Salvation Army because Or they, Susan G. Coleman's private jet. Yeah. yeah I have, they it, they yeah. use their their ill-gotten gains for evil. Yeah. Or, well, they're, they're, well, they're good-gotten gains yeah, that yeah. they then use yeah. for evil. <laughs> or, but, but the flip side of that is like a lot when they go like, only so much of this goes to care and then the, 50% of it goes to promotion. You're like, well, that's what these things are. They're campaigns to let people know that breast cancer is a problem. So when 50% of it goes to advertising, that's actually what it's set up to do. Yeah. So you know that there's I a problem. And I by mean, now, people know that breast cancer is a problem, though. Like, but people aren't going to give to breast cancer research. Didn't. 30 years ago, it wasn't yeah. like that was like a, an ongoing concern. Like oh, a yeah, whole, that's right. Know, so, 30 years ago, sure. But you, by keeping and doing it and keeping and always raising awareness. Like, well, I, yeah. Actually, I don't know. I mean, if somebody said 30 years ago, my wife got breast cancer, I think people would, would be like, oh God, that's horrible. But the but I think what Mark's saying is like the, the screenings, the pushing, mm-hmm. like personal responsibility. And they have, I mean, now for like guys, like uh, colorectal cancer, top killer or way up there, I top spend- five. Most of the time in the shower with a finger near yeah. me, around yep. me, in me, just constantly, for fun now. constantly I have vigilance. An now. Yeah, I'm checking right now yeah. while it's, we record, and I'm doing a breast self exam. Yeah, so <laughs> <laughs> so sexy. I was just like, finally. <laughs> so, so are you? Are you then saying it's okay? Uh, the charitable donations, or or are Susan you? Susan G. is not okay because no. they're anti Planned Parenthood, and most women receive their health care from Planned Parenthood, uh, and not necessary. It's not an abortion center. How about you don't this? have to cut. Don't I, cut that out. Uh, don't oh, cut I'm not that gonna out. cut. No, <laughs> uh, I agree. No matter what it is in life, it doesn't matter what everything you can pick anything food, uh, donations, religion. You're gonna events. get cancer from it. Something someone will tell you why it's wrong. Yeah. Someone will tell you why it's the worst thing in the universe. So uh, do everything in moderation. Don't try to hurt anyone's feelings. That's all I can tell you to do as a human being. And Best of luck. Give to but, some food pantries, but not expired food. <laughs> Dude, that's, yeah. Yeah, that's that's a, a dick real, move. A real dick. My move. little sister, uh, who does a lot of volunteer work, made a great point uh, with the holidays. Uh, if you're donating coats or clothes, also donate women's uh, hygiene products to yeah. the shelters because a lot of the shelters need them for uh, for women during the holidays. And it's a uh, it's uh, hy- hygienic items for women is a thing that that is very expensive that that they often don't have money to purchase. Hygiene yeah. products in general, if you're going to donate to a shelter, donate some some soap and shampoo too. They yeah. can use that. Yeah. People need stuff like that, and you forget. I've often thought of that myself. Like, I would rather give my uh, time and energy to to something mm. um, than money, because uh, nine times out of ten, you you don't know where the money's going. You never mm-hmm. see it, and then you hear about like the the Red Cross or, or things that happen after Katrina, and and people giving money, and you know this outpouring that's that's great, but then it's turned. And, you know, people, either money disappeared or it went to, you know, executives of mm-hmm. uh, that are working for things like the Red Cross or whatever. But there is a, a really interesting thing that, that happened maybe about a year, year and a half ago in New York um, and directly as a result of uh, things like Susan J. Komen 
where the New York, the New York uh, attorney general announced these guidelines for if you go to a grocery store or any store and buy a product that says, oh, you know, buy our product because it helps fund, um, you know, kidnapping awareness, cancer prevention, all whatever. On the tag, if you're going to have that on there, you have to list all of the rules regulating that because a lot of these things have uh, buy buy a football and we, you know, we'll, yeah, we make a contribution, but it's a penny that goes to right if that or or if there's a maximum contribution of 5000, but we're selling 200,000 footballs, right. you know, right. those kind of things. And so in New York, you have to have that listed out because of. I think that we have this, 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 what I call the awareness industry. People make money off of generating awareness mm-hmm. and, and, and it doesn't go anything beyond that. Like I would love to, to have, you know, like uh, when you see posters that are specific, like these are the things when you're in the shower, you should check for and make sure that, that you're healthy like that. That's useful awareness. Just saying, um, sometimes people die from liver cancer. Yeah. That does nothing. That is that is useless to anyone. But people Do generally I have a liver. Not anymore. Oh, okay, you're good. Well, that's why I give my money to Planned Parenthood because they educate, and that's yeah. why I'm not giving money to Susan G. Komen because they hate Planned Parenthood and try to shut them down. And they and they use that like that's the difference between this awareness industry versus people who are actually trying to to make a difference and things like that. And it and it and it is an important difference, like yeah. that that where these people want to feel like they're contributing. And so they do it in these very, I mean, I don't know, kind of vapid ways. Like I'm, I'm going to buy a red iPod and I just know that I cured some AIDS in Africa and I'm going to move about my day. And I don't know if you really did that or not. I mean, I'm not, I'm not saying like the project red's a bad idea. Of course it's a good idea, but especially in the United States, there's this very like tangential, like, well, if, if I can just reach my arm out and just kind of say, well, I, I, I bought this. They call it selectivism, right? Yeah. I, I bought, I bought <laughs> the Coke, the bottle of Coke that, that had a little ribbon on it as opposed to the Pepsi that didn't. I've done my job for I the day. I watched a football game where they were wearing pink, pink shoes. Yep. Yeah. In I've those, done my part. That's it. I'm yeah. done. Most of those men have actually killed a woman. So I don't know what, <laughs> yeah. we're, what we're raising awareness for other than those guys are all murderers. It's true, it's true. I thought when you said New York, you were going to talk about uh, Hurricane Sandy and Governor oh, yeah. Christie actually skimming <laughs> off of the relief funds to make campaign commercials. Right. Wow. Uh, so he's a great candidate for president in 2016. I, I mean, I, as, as awful as it is, like anybody with the stones to do that, I mean is a great candidate. I'm not saying they're a good leader, but as far as a person equipped to run for a political office, I'd say he has what he needs. Mm -hmm. I'd say he has all of the behaviors that a person needs to be successful at that. Fair enough. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of gumption. (laughs) Look at his stones on this guy. (laughs) That's New New Jersey. Jesus, that priest guy needs to go see him. That's, That's New Jersey. Uh, along Whoa. the lines of volunteering, uh, that that really is just giving your love. Yeah, and like uh, the one volunteer organization that I keep looking into and trying to find something that I can get involved here is uh, just holding abandoned babies uh, <laughs> uh, or uh, babies born addicted to drugs that might need a little more contact. Uh, than an average baby, and if their their mother has to leave the hospital earlier than they do, that's truly just giving love. 
Couldn't you just have someone stab you in the heart instead? <laughs> no, I want to hold an abandoned baby and oh, leap over it. Jesus, Ooh. Temple Grandin. What See, you... I can't. That's I why I, I I can't even volunteer at Paws because I just come home with with puppies. If I had to hold babies, what would I do then? Because I know I wouldn't want to bring home a baby. You say that now until you're holding the baby. Everyone thinks they're going to walk out of Paws without a pet. No, that's... no one walks out of Paws without a pet. <laughs> Nobody. <laughs> uh, there was a great thread on Reddit today. It was just like, serious though. Who amongst you is a parent who didn't want to be a parent and ended up a parent? And it was just this whole thread of people who are like, I didn't want to be a parent, but my spouse or significant other tricked me in it. And now we have an emotionally disturbed child. Yeah. And now we live in an apartment and this kid screams. And the whole time I think I didn't want. And it was just like, oh my God. I just want to go back to the advice animals one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Can we? Can I just get a confession bear to cleanse yeah. the palate and move yeah. on? Yeah, <laughs> maybe that is the confession bear. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, so that's the thing. You just hold you hold a baby born addicted to crack, and then you uh, feel like you've given a child love, uh. and you don't need to uh, bring another child into the world, right? Ooh. Yourself, so that that baby can scream and be emotionally disturbed in your own home. I. That's giving and giving. <laughs> and that's getting uncomfortable. Wow, that is yep. yeah, that is a power. Hey, come on, I'm really <laughs> no, into that, this. This holding baby. Does that exist? I, is that a, that's a real thing? No, I, I it is. I think it's great. I I think that's that's fine. I mean, you you got to do what you can for. Oh God! For, if you can handle it, these yeah. are these yeah. are baby like that. I feel like that need so much. They're already starting out. I would so. I would leave the hospital and go directly to a bar, and then from there to a twelve step program. Hopefully, inside that same hospital. Yeah, just you know, keep my commute to a minimum. Oh. I try not to help anyone. Yeah, th- see, there you go. Just almost as a as a personal philosophy. Uh, <laughs> it's the Titanic, man. Yeah, everyone's in the water. You if you pulled your boat back in there, they swamp you under. You know, that's the thing. I used to be a lifeguard. That's the first rule. You know, uh, one victim can make two victims very quickly. That's why you've got to stop fighting as soon as the lifeguard's there. Sometimes people don't. And you you know what? You're instructed to sometimes you just got to leave. You got to go away. You just you just keep chanting, let go and let God over and over. <laughs> Look, I tried to help. <laughs> I did the best I could. That's why I stopped uh, swimming as soon as we got married and just became dead weight. Like, uh, he's he's going to save me. Since so. we've been married, I've actively described you as dead weight. So, yeah. <laughs> so I'm like, I'm just going to let him yeah. carry me to the shore. I, it's, I'm helping the most by not doing anything. I mean, <laughs> you're not wrong. <laughs> if there's you know? one message this holiday season right. you take home. Yeah, if, if we could start Stay a new real tradition still. for you listening. Stay real still. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, like, like what, which, I can't remember. Is it a mountain lion that you attack and a bear you lie still? Oh, yeah, bear, yeah. I think it, you're right. I think you... A bear you play dead and a mountain lion, I think you go on the offensive because yeah, mountain lions you, are all But talk. it depends on the the species of the bear. I say Listeners, attack, attack uh, all of them yeah. because you're going to get your ass kicked either way, but at least the newspaper will say local man dies while <laughs> locked in combat with a wild I animal. Yeah, very quickly end up in a Warner Herzog documentary. <laughs> yeah. you know? That's, speaking of New Jersey, did you David see... David Stetko didn't know what he was into <laughs> that day. 
He there went and challenged nature. A film and nature challenged of a guy him. hiking in West Milford, New Jersey that saw a bear. And it's like him filming like, oh, holy shit, a bear. It's like 10 feet away. And that was his last uh, eye video before the bear attacked and killed him. I look into which, nature like, and nature yeah. is coming much closer to me. <laughs> yeah. Have you guys... I need it. I want it. Have you guys David seen Stegler Black Rock. Mirror? Yeah. I, no. You, you've seen that? She won't watch it. Well, I don't know what that is. Uh, that reminds me of the uh, of that the one episode where the the girl is. Uh, I don't want to give anything away. Yeah, it's but hard to talk in kind of around. Yeah, but yeah, it's it's. Well, I, I can't really describe it, but well. there's a lot of people just filming a girl as as she's having these horrible things, and and people with guns chasing her, and it's like a reality show kind of. Yeah, yeah. And and we should stop there because yeah. it was. Yeah, it's it was on very Netflix. Good. Go see it. It's a British for it's a British Twilight Zone. Uh, how we deal with technology today and fifteen minutes into the future. Yeah, that's Mark watched an episode of Black Mirror, and I wouldn't watch it, and was in the other room, and I will have recurring nightmares about it just, just from, from hearing it from the other room. Uh, see, I I didn't find it as uh, uh, haunting as as that or or scary. It was just. Um, a very well written treatise on on technology and and people and how we deal with we're all stuff. isolating ourselves, guys. It's well, really I cool. think it's a very disturbing look at. Uh, you don't know what it is. You were in the other room. I was in the other room, but the one that I listened <laughs> to, spe- I think it's a, you're speculating. Seemed like to me a disturbing nope. look of manipulation and guilt. Uh, like, I know which where, one you're where does about. all our guilt lie. What if? What if? What you've put together in your head is so much worse than the actual thing that it would help you if you saw I can't it. watch it. That's how I felt I about can't... sex for a long time. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, no. They do what? <laughs> Are you serious? Oh. <laughs> but eventually I watched it. And I, it. <laughs> uh, I probably could do that. Okay. I give I'll you pray her wrong. I'll pray her wrong. <laughs> Heard it no. from the other room. No. Mel was doing it. <laughs> Anyways. <laughs> Me and the Holy Ghost. Yeah, she's having, <laughs> she's having the new Messiah. <laughs> I don't know. Monks. Uh, no, there are so many things that I'm like, I know I can't. I can't watch. Can't watch that movie. It'll hurt me. It'll hurt my feelings. The puppy bowl. I can watch the puppy bowl. I like the puppy bowl. I'm I'm not a sportsy guy. I, I do prefer the puppy bowl. I don't like puppy Ebola. <laughs> no. Aww. Oh, so, man. Give mean, to that charity this year. Yeah. Before it puppy crosses Bola. back over to humans again. <laughs> I'm actually uh, holding puppies with Ebola as my charity. <laughs> uh, because I, the puppies uh, with Ebola are needed right, most Bella, Who are you playing for today? <laughs> puppies with Ebola. <laughs> It's 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 called the little bleeders. <laughs> it's fine as long as I'm scraps. encased in plastic. <laughs> it's just a kitten in a beach ball. <laughs> uh, let, let's, let's get the audience in on this. <laughs> they need the most love. Oh. Now, would he be called bush meat? <laughs> I don't get it. That's what they call like monkeys and stuff. And they they eat bush meat. They they early on they thought that that was one of the routes of transmission for Ebola. Uh-huh. Uh, yeah, when yeah. they eat puppies, no, no bats. <gasps> uh, they would eat. Well, no, but you you have no food. Yeah, you're like, gonna eat. That's a bat. why uh, cultural superiority. People are like I can't believe that you'd eat a bat. You'd find it's like 
I think the, the gas was more that I feel like bats uh, are mostly wings, leathery, leathery wings. Crispy. Again, Crispy wings. <laughs> there's Whammy. nothing. We The world has forsaken you yeah. for hundreds of years and exploited you. But they're all wing. But that's the thing. I mean, that's why, like, it's not like they're excited to be eating. That's why. Yeah. That's why it all follows under bush meat. Okay, Jeremiah. Good news. <laughs> I found some bat meat. I'm pretty sure it's full of Ebola. Get the kids. <laughs> like he's just like, like oh my god. <laughs> On a Tuesday, I, I never saw. I never. I can uh, never believe we could have this. This uh, is a huge meal. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, 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 exactly. Uh, Poor African Tiny Tim. I've never seen a bat. So I didn't large. think Ted was going to be a good warlord, but we've never <laughs> had more bush meat. <laughs> a bat on every table. Uh, yeah. <laughs> They're just so skinny and wingy. I don't know. No, you sound true. like the whitest woman I in the world. I wouldn't want to eat a bat. You know, no shit. Nobody wants yeah. to eat a bat, lady. Oh my god, you guys! I, would, I don't want to eat Arby's. Sometimes I mean, <laughs> bad shit happens in your life. <laughs> Arby's <laughs> American bush meat. <laughs> Arby's was responsible for the Ebola outbreak of 2032. Who would not be shocked that Arby's is like the how the stand starts. <laughs> like, Arby's I'll take a number four in Captain Trips <laughs> I mean McDonald's does that myth busting expose uh, with Grant Imahara you mean, what, like, using meat? funded by McDonald's yeah. and yes. produced by McDonald's where they're like look it's not bush meat yeah. Grant Imahara we're cutting to Grant's face right. while we're I'm showing the least the threatening member of the myth busters also the one with the least amount of ethics right yeah uh, like what would they if Arby's did that? They would never. There's no. There's no. Yeah, they'd so, have to, yeah. Arby's would get the cake box to go like that. Ah, looks fine to me. But people keep eating Taco <laughs> Bell even after it's, it's like it's delicious. Oh, yeah, Taco Bell is like fifteen percent yeah. me. Okay, here's the and thing. And I'm a hundred percent baked. I don't, I don't know. Yeah. That Taco Bell's trying to hide though. Yeah, yeah no. <laughs> and, never, and, it's been we, pretty on Front Street with them. We reward yeah. their honesty. <laughs> yeah, and Taco Bell, they're <laughs> an informed consumer. Yeah, <laughs> Every, like it, 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 it is exclusively food for for people who have already decided actively. <laughs> I don't give a. F- I want uh what do you want? Whatever I, I want the most of it. Yeah. Whatever happens, happens. I give me a thing to sign. I'll sign it. Yeah. Well that's somebody so I guess, you know, like the trend in fast food now is is casual, like Chipotle, right? Where you select your items. Oh, yeah. So Taco Bell's rolling this out and and somebody that tried it said, uh, well it occurred to me as I was ordering that there's actually only six things that Taco Bell serves and everything's a variation on that because they said once you start eating multiple items you realize everything has the same stuff in it yeah, yeah. beans cheese meat maybe meat lettuce if you're lucky and, and yeah. the yeah. and the the gun of uh, sour cream, sour cream. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Clink, clink. that's we went, I worked at KFC taca. and we use a cock gun for mayonnaise which is wow. disgusting you worked I, at KFC I worked at KFC in high school I was a manager y'all what management? Yeah, I know. I was. They put seventeen-year-old Mel Evans in charge of things, so, which is like. <laughs> were, you, were you a sergeant? Uh, 
in I the colonel's army. Does that even out in the army? <laughs> I yet. don't know. This was where I stuck two fingers completely in the fryer. What? So I've told you that story. Is but, it hot um, yet, Mel? <laughs> no. uh, let me check. <laughs> no, it's even dumber than that. Uh, it, real <laughs> Look, quick. I know, I know you're the manager, but I feel like we could spend $15 on a thermometer. No. It, <laughs> she like, was intimidating her crew. They weren't taking her seriously. <laughs> You think this is a joke? (laughs) I would ask you to do eye contact the whole time. (laughs) You see a lethal weapon. (laughs) Jeremiah. Uh, I would ask you to do anything I wouldn't do. Uh, I'll show you the original recipe for pain. (laughs) Extra crispy. There's so many severe burns backstage at KFC. Backstage? Yeah. It's really, it's just a show. You know, if you if you work there, it's called the show. Yeah, I mean, it's once I got promoted oh to the big show. You guys, <laughs> you guys talk about they're it. opening the double down tonight. <laughs> Friends and family, though. Friends and I can get you one. I can get you one. Friends and family, double down. <laughs> you guys like biscuits? <laughs> Everything's frozen. Sure. Oh. Sure. That's it. That's all I have. Everything's frozen everywhere. A yum brand product, right? Everything's yum brands. Yum. I don't remember. I know we no, have no. a lot of. Uh, I'm, I'm hundred Taco Bell, KFC, Pizza. They're all yum brands. Oh, yum brands. All owned by Pepsi. That's because they all also share the same counter at like seventy percent of their locations. Yeah. And it's usually a gas station as well. Yeah, yeah. I was really jealous In of Oasis. those towns that had like the KFC uh, Pizza Hut combo restaurant. I never trusted that. That sounds so sad I that if don't. you were jealous of a town, yeah. well, like, it just oh, seemed like big I was time. jealous of uh, towns that had a separate Pizza Hut and KFC. Like, oh my God. Yeah. You didn't have to combine them. Like, you could go to both. Uh, the, our Pizza Hut was across town from our KFC, technically in Point Pleasant Beach, which is Whoa. a different town from Point Pleasant. Boom. Do you know uh, my the Taco Bell in my neighborhood when I was growing up? I remember this had the phonetic spelling for taco and burrito. It's like taco, taco. Just in case you couldn't keep up with because that. your town was full of crack. Takeos, takers. yeah, takers. Can I get a taker? <laughs> you got any of them burritos? I want to me, a taco. <laughs> I get two of them quesadillas and uh, three tickies. <laughs> we had a. Uh, it was this. Same kind of uh, restaurant every couple of years, whichever group kind of new ethnicity moved into town would take over that restaurant. Mm-hmm. So when I was a tiny kid, it was a Chinese restaurant. Then it became a burrito place. Then it became a Thai place. Then a Vietnamese place. And I think now it's a Filipino place. Mm-hmm. So that's progress yeah. in California. <laughs> and that's your update on Fairfield. <laughs> Eye on Fairfield. <laughs> Breaking. My hometown. Abandoned. Everyone that grew up there. I like I like the idea of, of you wearing a paper hat and running running a tight crew. I didn't wear a paper hat. What? I you graduate you ruined it. when your management Let you, him have his fetish. You yeah. wear a visor. Um you wear a visor when you're working the counter and when you're cooking, uh if you're female. If you're male, you get to wear a hat. Uh, but when you're management, you don't have to wear one. Sweater vest? I had a blue shirt and khakis, uh, as opposed to the blue dickies and red shirt that everybody got to wear. What was your uh, go-to meal at KFC? Like, yeah. What was your manager meal? What would I, you make for yourself that was like, oh, this yeah. isn't on the menu? Yeah. Oh, on it? This is for- called a meltdown. Yeah. 
<laughs> uh, we, yeah, we've made that after Mel. Yeah. My uh, boss gets fucking stoned, and it's crazy what she makes. No, uh, we were really into, you know, uh, what we would do is we would do half iced tea and half Pepsi. Half iced tea, half mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> and then we would get the macaroni and cheese, because I didn't really like eating too much of the chicken because you're just smelling it all the time. Um, but I would get the macaroni and cheese and mix it with one ketchup packet. Okay. That Needless is, to say, Mel doesn't go in you, you crazy in party house. animal. Yeah. <laughs> I wow. Want, I want. I want to see. I want to hear like a terror. Like, like sometimes I had add condiments to things. <laughs> yeah. One time I I put butter on a biscuit. But never jam. I just there was a <laughs> no. rumor. It didn't. It never happened. That no, happen I really town. like. I, I didn't eat watch. too much of it just because I... We ate at the Taco Bell. I, I hated smelling the chicken after a while, what, so I couldn't eat it. What if... I, I want you to be like, yeah, one time we got drunk and we, we made up like a huge drum of chicken and then we just just ate all the skin off of it and threw the rest away. <laughs> Did not drink in high school. I just uh, hypothetically say maybe someone hypothetically worked at a pizza place in high school and hypothetically everyone ate mushrooms one shift and hypothetically... We made a hamburger pizza, hypothetically. That's good. That's on menus now. Right. But that's what I'm saying. Something What's a like hamburger that. pizza? Is it just uh, two pizzas on top of each other? Uh, it was uh, ground beef, sausage, uh, jack and cheddar cheese, uh, green onion. I don't know. It was like a, all sorts of different things you find in a hamburger. Some pickle. Why would you have to have... Why, but here's my question. Why would you hypothetically need a hallucinogen to come up with that idea? Hypothetically, it was a really boring town I grew up in. <laughs> like, it just uh, seems like no, I, no, I, I think you a person are in the room. hundred percent correct. We just had very. There's a lot, a lot of small thinking where I'm from, man. Like, like that's why I had to leave, kind of expand my horizons. We're no, like, no, no, man. It's a pizza, but it's a burger pizza. Yeah. No, that's. That guy, I can see I lost you. Hold on, I'm gonna back it up. That guy, do- governor now. <laughs> Jerry Brown. I do remember there was a lot of experimentation with how we could fry the donut, the, the biscuits to make donuts, hmm. but it's kind of like shitty because you're frying them in chicken grease one way or another, so you're not going to come up with a sweet fried biscuit no matter Is, what you do. Was this the beginning of, of, of your, your, your baking education? No, my baking education, if we can bring it right back around, uh, my mom got sick of baking Christmas cookies, so I took over. And then boom. Mm-hmm. That was it. You just Way launched. too young to be baking Christmas cookies. <laughs> <laughs> it'd, be, it'd be funnier if your arms were just scars up to the elbow, yeah. <laughs> burns. And-, and like the ass kicker, too, is that... <laughs> My mom really loved making that. She loved the spritz cookies with the the cock gun. Have you ever? Oh you know yeah, what I'm yeah, talking yeah. About Where you put in the little pattern and it just shoots out Kunk. in like a flower or star pattern or something like that. Uh, she had one of those spritz guns, so she liked spritz cookies. Did not like making them. Turned duties over to her young child. <laughs> And, and I was like, "These you are raised these. yourself." And yeah. I read, but yeah. And that's how you graduated college. And the word, and she would always be like, "The mark of a good cook is that you clean up after yourself, and then smoke her cigarette and put it out on me." <laughs> yeah. yeah, but but that's the, the thing, mark though. of a good mother is some level of involvement and encouragement. But hey, we're all doing our best we can. My mom's a great mom. She uh, has been through a lot, and she teaches preschool now. So, but she did smoke. 
I think that it would be great. And make me cook. Is after, yeah, after you made like the first batch of Christmas cookies and your mom tried to like deal with you, you just said, sit down. I'm the mom now. (laughs) (laughs) You gave up your ship. Do you see these cookies? I run this now. I have the dough. I'm the mom. (laughs) Yeah. You're a line in the dough. (laughs) And like the rest of the family came and joined you. Who runs the cookie exchange? I do. I do. do. So cookies, is this a uh, a, a byproduct, uh, something that's been... A Victorian thing is it? Is it? Did it come out of? Oh, don't try to bring it on. Don't try to bring us on topic. I, I don't you know. Dare. I would queen. love to know because sweets and gingerbread. I'm sure was. I, I mean, how you're did, sure? No, well, gingerbread is a British. British people seem to like. No, gingerbread is German. That's, so this is another feels German to me. This is another thing we're stealing from Germany mm. in England. Because the the British people like gingerbread a lot too. Yeah, well, everybody like who does. You are like speculating ginger- on every single part of that, aren't you? Yes. Well, that's what Bullstone is. <laughs> yeah. I know, that's, but that's I, I just want her to. <laughs> that's what I like she, about it. She's not a cookie authority. She, no. I don't know. She's pretty good at making cookies. I'd be willing to consider her an expert. Uh, you don't see all the the. No, I'm kidding. I no, I just I just get the end product, and yeah, it's I'm, pretty good. It's yeah, not bad. Pretty happy about it. Uh, Mel's in a wheelchair. (laughs) (laughs) Mel's in a wheelchair. No, I I would be interested to, like, did it start when we started the the Santaization of Christmas? And, oh, we've got to... Gosh, we didn't even talk about that, huh? Leave cookies out for Santa? And and I think it's the feast aspect of everybody bringing the harvest, you know, like, oh, I've got some flour left over. I've got some butter. You bring it all together. Like, oh, let's make cookies. Let's make sweets. Figgy pudding. Right? Yeah, Yeah, that's the thing. It all started out so figgy pudding and and sugared sugar plums Mm -hmm. and all that. How did it... I mean, British people love biscuits, and biscuits are cookies. cookies. Yeah. yeah, they should just call yeah. them cookies. They should just call them cookies. <laughs> but but you know what? I I think I think you're you're entirely those right, Mark. Like all those uh, that tradition. I mean, giving food is is like the first gift. I mm-hmm. mean, you know, nobody had socks, but they they did have an extra piece of venison. Mm? I don't know, mm-hmm. but you know, what I mean, like the the and it's it's very easy to see like how that would progress and why giving a, a gift of food. I mean, I, I don't know of a culture in the world that doesn't have like a, a funeral casserole and Christmas cookie and. But even like, if you look back, do you follow the? Uh, I can't remember. Quran, not anymore. Not anymore. <laughs> no, the old on Twitter, there's a, an account that posts old letters to Santa, and they're all like oranges and and things mm-hmm. like that. So kind of hmm. exotic for that. But, Fruits. Papa says the scurvy's going to take me too, like Mama. Yeah, please send an orange, fruits and and plums and things that it was a little harder to get your hands on. I'd ask you myself, but my gums are all swollen, bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> please don't send a belt, as my belly is very distended this year. <laughs> oh, <geez>. <laughs> <laughs> Aww. I'd like a hat for me tapeworm. <laughs> I'm actually volunteering by going back in time yes. and holding urchins from the early 19th century. Yeah, abandoned children, well, just before their work shift. <laughs> <laughs> I don't let uh, them cough on me, though. No. Um, well, uh, I, I think that's um, 
uh, that that's a good conversation. I think that's a good. We've covered yeah. so many like traditions. We can, we can yeah. check off a, a lot of a lot of stuff, <laughs> and we can spock some of it too. So, yeah. Um, why don't you guys uh, tell us tell everybody where you can find you more of you and and uh, other fun stuff? Anything you want to plug and stuff? You can find us uh, regularly on an hour with your ex, which we lovingly co-host together. Mostly Mark hosts, and I say other things. Uh, not into the microphone. Uh, we're on <laughs> iTunes. <laughs> what is an hour with your ex? An hour with your ex is a podcast, Chicago-based podcast. Chicago-based podcast <laughs> where we take something the other one might not have listened to, and we listen to it together. Uh, find us on iTunes. You can follow us at X Hour Podcast on Twitter. You can find me at Mel underscore Evans on Twitter, or I write for Bro Jackson. Uh, brojackson.com bros guides and in the Hitchcocktails at the annoyance on friday nights if you're in chicago is that an open run we're until the end of february right oh, okay. now cool yeah. you can uh find me on twitter mark underscore cool underscore um you can also just type mark m-a-r-k coolum c-o-l-o-m-b as in boy into google and find my website you'll see uh, videos i make videos here until i got like 120 short comedy videos i've done over 300 podcasts i've done over the last couple of years plenty of stuff uh, to waste your time on i also write a little bit for brojackson.com i cover wrestling because why not <laughs> of course <laughs> nonsense gotta yeah. have a Look, if, if you can't yeah. make a living doing something, I'm going to work really hard at it. <laughs> <laughs> the less money there is to make in something, the more I'm going to devote my time to do it. <laughs> so that is my guarantee to your listenership. Perfect. Cool. That's 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 pretty much in line with our, our ethic, I think. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Dave, well, you should tell them where, where they can find us. Oh, hmm. oh, I thought you, a second ago you said you were going to, but it's fine, I guess. Uh, on Twitter, blurry underscore photos. You can find us at blurryphotos.org. Uh, also, uh, iTunes. Don't forget to give us uh, Cinco Starzo. Same thing with our with your ex. Oh, thank you. Yeah, they also deserve each and every it's one of those stars. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, I think the stumble upon that's still happening somehow, sure, sure. wherever it wherever it lives. Um, oh, uh, audible.com. Uh, yeah. Audible, yeah, we've got one of those things going. <gasps> so, uh, audibletrial.com slash blurry photos. Get a trial, get a shelf a free book, give us a monetary high five. And then, if you're so inclined, cancel it. Then whistle and walk away. I don't know. You do what you want. That's but right. You'll probably be inclined to keep it. I know I did. Yep. Yep. There you go. Five records for $1. Yeah. And then <laughs> every month, house. I'm going to send you a podcast. <laughs> yeah. If and you, you can like keep it, it it's fun. That's great. Send it, yeah. send it on, man. That's what. That's our new podcast model. Oh, I love that. <laughs> yep. So uh, uh, for this episode of Bullstone, I have been Dave Stecco. I've been David Flora. I've been Mark Coulomb. And I've been Mel Evans. Thank you again. Thank you, guys. Uh, Mark yeah, and Mel, for, for coming on to the show. You guys, you. Are, you guys are a stone groove. <laughs> oh, what? <laughs> Mel Evans, headline. We check in with the Grinch after he's re-gifted another candle. War on Christmas pushes on. North Pole receiving gifts of freedom by February. We finally find out who's been replacing those nativity scene Jesuses with burritos later tonight. Uh, local youth saves lives and is punished accordingly by drugstore owner. <laughs> Bye. <laughs> <laughs>
Mel Evans headline. Did you say just say tits? Did you just tits? Tits. Well, I mean, you know how to draw the reader in, but I don't think there's a lot of substance there. 